0: story right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash story terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed Indeed. hey everyone angie here welcome to the sleepy time summer playlist volume three a calming mix of relaxing tales perfect for a summer break happy listening
1: story spectacular presents sleepy
0: time tales tonight's tale is the sandy sandwich It's Sleepy Time Tales, brought to you by Story Spectacular, the podcast for beachy bedtimes and warm dreams. You can listen to a soothing story anytime you need a friend. I'm your host, Angie. Tonight, we will go to the beach. We will pack all of our fun beach toys and, of course, make a yummy sandwich to eat. But oh no, a seagull wants to eat our sandwich too. Let's find out how this trip to the beach will unfold and begin our sleepy time tale now. The Sandy Sandwich. It was the perfect summer day, so I decided to go to the beach. I packed my beach toys, my umbrella, and of course, my boogie board. Haha, ha,
2: let's boogie!
0: I also made myself a delicious sandwich with cheese, pickles, and guacamole. Yummy! With all of my gear in tow, I finally arrived at the beach. First, I went for a walk and combed the beach for seashells. I placed each one carefully into my beach pail.
1: Neato,
2: a sand dollar.
0: After my beach walk, I decided to cool off. I jumped into the water and rode my boogie board. Wahoo! The waves were really big and I floated all the way into the shore.
2: <laughs> you can never be bored with a boogie board.
0: Next, I made a sand sculpture in the shape of an octopus. First, I gathered some damp sand and formed it into a smooth, round dome for the octopus's head. Needo. Then, I made eight curly twirly tentacles with seaweed. Finally, I found some smooth rocks for the eyes. Fantastic! My octopus
2: art is complete!
0: I was beginning to really work up an appetite, so I decided to eat my sandwich. I pulled it out of my cooler, and as I was about to take a bite, a seagull swooped in and snatched my delicious sandwich away from me. Oh, no! The seagull flew high into the air and began to nibble on the sandwich.
2: now, yuck! I hate the taste of guacamole!
0: The seagull spit the sandwich out Bowie. and I watched my yummy lunch fall from the sky and land on the sandy beach.
2: Oh, My sandwich is full of sand. Whatever will I eat now?
0: I began to cry. (laughs) But then I felt a tap on my shoulder. I rubbed my eyes and looked up. Huh? It was a mermaid. I couldn't believe my eyes. Wow. She looked at me with a friendly smile and said, Here, you can have half of my sandwich. It's made with peanut butter and sea sprinkles. Golly, thank you so much for sharing with me, Mermaid. My pleasure. It's always fun to share a sandwich. And so, I sat on the beach eating a delicious sandwich with my new friend. Best of all, it was sand free. Then, for the rest of the day, I played in the ocean waves with a nice mermaid She didn't even need a boogie board to surf Allabunga. Instead, she used her big flappy tail
3: Ha ha! Surf surf! la
0: Then, we watched the sunset together on my beach towel
2: Wow, what a perfect beach
3: day. It was so nice to meet you, mermaid. Nice meeting you too, new friend. I better be going now. But why don't we meet again here at the beach tomorrow? That sounds glorious. I'll bring the sandwiches. Perfect. I love sharing sandwiches with friends. See you tomorrow. Goodbye for
0: now. The End Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. You can learn more about the show and purchase my original children's books at storiespectacular.com. Wasn't it so fun meeting a new friend? You can catch up with all of your spectacular friends on the Story Spectacular Facebook group. See original illustrations from the show and take part in all the fun discussions. You can also follow Story Spectacular on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. And as always, if you and your child enjoy listening to the show, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review for Story Spectacular on your podcast app. It helps our show immensely by allowing new friends to discover Sleepy
1: Time Tales too. Sleepy Time Tales Story Spectacular Presents Sleepy Time Tales
0: Tonight's tale is Cinderella Mozzarella and features the vocal talents of children's book author and illustrator Russ Cox. sleepy time tales brought to you by story spectacular the podcast for yummy bedtimes and cheesy dreams you can listen to a lovely story anytime you need a friend i'm your host angie tonight we will celebrate valentine's day with a very romantic and yummy story In tonight's tasty tale, Cinderella Mozzarella hopes to go to the ball at the Pasta Palace and meet Freddy Spaghetti.
4: Hello there. I don't believe we met.
0: Will the dairy godmother grant her this wish? Let's find out and begin our cheesy tale now. Cinderella Mozzarella There once was a lady made of mozzarella cheese named Cinderella. Cheese to meet you. She lived inside the icebox and was the maid for three very fancy food ladies. There was Lady Marmalade. I'm the fanciest fruit spread in the entire
5: food court. Everyone is super jelly of my berry Good looks.
0: There was Madame Butter.
5: Nobody's butter than
0: me. And Countess Catsup. Surely you mustard heard of me? Relish in my exquisite talents and beauty. Cinderella Mozzarella would cater to these fancy ladies every need. She would cook. Clean and so fancy ensembles for these grade A gourmet gals. Each food lady was very picky. I only wear the fanciest of labels, said Lady Marmalade snoodily. Show me something chic at once, Cinderella. Yes, Lady Marmalade madam butter demanded to eat extravagant dishes for every meal
2: indulge me with something sweet and tasty cinderella with lots of lavish garnishes coming right up madam butter
0: countess catsup considered herself to be an expert tap dancer but would clumsily squirt cats up everywhere. Uh, clean this mess up, Cinderella, post-haste, or I might slip while I'm dancing. Right away, Countess Cats up. Cinderella spent her days at the fancy lady's beck and call. Each day felt the same as before. Chore after chore without a break. (sighs) Cinderella was bored and very tired. She longed for more excitement. Maybe one day I will leave this icebox and go on a grand adventure. Just then, a special delivery arrived through the vent. It was a letter addressed to all the ladies who lived inside the icebox lady marmalade opened the envelope and read the message
5: why it's an invitation from prince freddy spaghetti
4: dear ladies of the icebox you are all cordially invited to my spaghetti ball wear your best dressings and fancy dancing shoes for this gourmet gala
6: a spaghetti ball how
0: exciting. I know exactly what I want to wear. Yeah, me too. Me three. You better get busy sewing, Cinderella Mozzarella. Okay, I can't wait to go to the spaghetti ball too. You, you're not going. Madam Butter bellowed. Yeah, you have way too many chores to do. Chimed in Countess Cats up. And besides, you have nothing fancy to wear. Laughed Lady Marmalade? Well, the invitation said that all the ladies who lived in the icebox are invited. Fine, you can go if you sew all of our gowns first. I want a gown covered in berry beads. Demanded Lady Marmalade? Blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries to be exact. I want a long buttercup gown with lots of sugar ice trim, Madam Butter ordered. Oh, and I want a glittery tomato red gown and matching red high heel shoes for tap dancing. Commanded Countess Catsup, Cinderella Mozzarella worked tirelessly to meet the demands of the fancy food ladies. After hours of work, She finally completed all three ball gowns just in the nick of time. What great taste we have. We look fabulous. Let's get going to the ball or we're going to be late. Bye, Bye, Cinderella. Cinderella. The three gourmet gals sauntered off in their fancy gowns to the ball, leaving Cinderella mozzarella all alone wearing her dirty rags. I worked so hard to sew gowns for everyone else. Now I have nothing to wear, and their spaghetti ball is about to start. (sighs) I wish I could go more than anything in the whole world. Cinderella Mozzarella began to cry, (laughs) but just then she heard a poof. She quickly dried her eyes and looked up to see a fairy lady dressed in milky white. Huh? Who are you? Why, I'm your Dairy Godmother, dear. I'm here to help you get ready for the spaghetti ball. Wow, a Dairy Godmother? How extraordinary. Thank goodness you're here. Don't mention it, dearie. Now let's get you ready. First thing you'll need is a gown. The dairy godmother held out her wand. Say cheese. Uh, cheese? And poof. Cinderella Mozzarella's dreary rags turned into a fabulous cream-colored gown. It was silky smooth with lovely bows made of string cheese. Wow, this is sensational. And you're going to need a ride to the ball. The dairy godmother fetched an old moldy pumpkin spice donut from the back of the icebox and rolled it over. Then the Dairy Godmother held out her wand and said the magic words. Bibbidi-bobbidi-fondue! And poof! The pumpkin donut was transformed into a cheese mobile. There was a stylish cheddar coach on top of four cheese wheels. Whoa! What a cheesetastic ride! Thanks so much, Dairy Godmother! Well, I better be going now. Hold on a second, dearie. We are still missing something. Ah, that's right. You'll need some dancing shoes to wear. I want you to be the best dancer at the spaghetti ball. She held up her wand and pointed it at Cinderella's feet. Hokey-us,
7: pokey-us.
0: And poof. Cinderella Mozzarella looked down to see a pair of dainty bread loafers on her feet. These little loafers will keep your feet comfy all night long on the dance floor. Golly, thank you so much, dearie godmother. Now you better get a move on, dearie. You have an exciting night ahead of you. But make sure you're back at the stroke of midnight before the spell wears off. Okay, Dairy Godmother, I'll be sure to be back at 12 o'clock on the dot. Goodbye. Cinderella Mozzarella raced off to the spaghetti ball in her cheese mobile. She rolled up to the entrance of the pasta palace and stepped out of her cheddar coach. Wow. I've never seen any place so beautiful. Cinderella Mozzarella walked inside the palace and waltzed her way into the ballroom. The place was packed with elegant edibles, all wearing their fanciest attire. Ladies and gentlemen from every food aisle were whirling and twirling across the dance floor, but they all stopped, and looked up at Cinderella Mozzarella as she made her grand entrance into the spaghetti ballroom. Uh. Lady Marmalade, Madam Butter, and Countess Catsup recognized Cinderella Mozzarella right away. What is she doing here? And where did she get that dress? Ugh, she has no business being at such a fancy gala. Prince Freddy Spaghetti was sitting on his throne when he saw Cinderella mozzarella from across the room. Hmm,
4: I've never met this cheese lady before. How intriguing. I should say hello.
0: The prince pranced across the dance floor and introduced himself to Cinderella.
4: Hello there, I don't believe we've met. I'm Freddy Spaghetti, the prince of this here pasta palace.
0: Pleasure to meet you, Freddy. Thank you so much for inviting me to this fabulous Spaghetti Ball.
4: The pleasure is all mine.
0: Just then, the band started to play a catchy tune. Ha <laughs> ha Laughed Freddy Spaghetti.
4: Ah, uh, this is my favorite song. Hey, everyone, let's have a dance-off.
0: Lady Marmalade, Madam Butter, and Countess Catsup all raced onto the dance floor. Watch us dance, Freddy. Lady Marmalade began wiggling and jiggling, but soon her berry beads started to shake off her gown. She slipped and fell on a blueberry. Oops. How embarrassing! She was so mortified that Lady Marmalade left the ball in a huff and ran all the way home, leaving a trail of berries behind her. Madam Butter decided to show off her dancing skills.
2: It's my turn to show my stuff. Watch me do some butterfly
0: moves. She attempted to skip and kick to the beat, But her long buttercup gown kept getting tangled beneath her feet. She tore her sugar lace trim and tripped over the train of her dress. Whoop, whoa! Then Madam Butter fell down with a thud. Ugh,
2: I'm so humiliated. My gown is all tattered. This is just
0: terrible. She skedaddled from the ball in a fit of fury, leaving a trail of shredded sugar lace behind her. Countess Catsup stepped onto the floor. I'm the only gal who really knows how to boogie. Watch me tomato tap dance. Countess Catsup started tap dancing wildly. She leaped in the air and did a twirl, squirting Catsup everywhere. When she landed on the floor, her red shoe slipped in a puddle of paste, and the Countess did a tomato split. Oh no, I'm stuck. Well this is awkward. She tipped over and shuffled out of the ball, leaving a trail of cats up behind as she made her way home. Freddy Spaghetti smiled.
4: Um, well, that was interesting.
0: He looked at Cinderella Mozzarella.
4: Care to join me
0: in a dance? Why sure, that sounds fabulous. The two sashayed their way onto the dance floor, Freddy Spaghetti was a very good dancer. He was bendy and stretchy and could move his pasta body in all sorts of funny ways.
4: <laughs> this is my favorite dance move. I call it the Shake, Rattle and Ravioli.
0: Woohoo, I love it. Cinderella Mozzarella danced the Shake, Rattle and Ravioli too. Her mozzarella cheese body was also very bendy and stretchy.
4: Oh, wow. You're really, really good.
0: <laughs> wait well, thank you. Hey, I have a favorite dance move, too. I call it the Funky Cheese Twist. Cinderella started to wind and twist herself into a coil.
4: That looks fun.
0: Freddy Spaghetti tried it, too. He winded and wriggled himself into a tight spiral. Now, on the count of three, we will let go and unwind ourselves. Ready, Freddy? One, one, two, two, three, go. go! Freddy and Cinderella unwound themselves and spun vigorously around the floor like dancing tornadoes.
4: Wow, that's the best move ever! Although I have a little bit of the dizzies.
0: <laughs> Yay, I'm glad you liked it. I'm having such a wonderful night with you, Freddy Spaghetti. You're such a swell dance partner.
4: Me too. I've never met a dancer quite like you. Say, I don't believe you ever told me your name.
0: Uh my name? Just then the clock struck midnight. Oh golly. I was having so much fun dancing that I lost track of time. I'm sorry, Freddy, but I must be going now. Cinderella Mozzarella ran out of the spaghetti ballroom. Wait, come back. You never told me your name. Freddy chased after Cinderella. As she was running down the palace steps, her dress was starting to transform back into her, her old rags. Her dainty little bread loafer slipped off her foot. Freddy watched her hop into the cheesemobile and drive away.
4: Oh no, she's gone. How will I ever find her?
0: The prince bent down and picked up her loafer shoe.
4: Hmm, I have an idea.
0: The next morning, Cinderella Mozzarella was back home in the icebox, resting in bed. Golly, that sure was a close one last night. I barely made it home before the spell wore off. I do wish I could see the prince again, but I'm afraid I'll spend my days stuck inside this icebox serving those three spoiled food, ladies. <sighs> Cinderella got out of bed and reluctantly began her daily chores. Prince Freddy Spaghetti sent a royal decree out to all of the attendees of the ball. Just then, a note slid through the vent of the icebox. It was a letter addressed to all the ladies. Lady Marmalade read the note. Why, it's another very important message from Prince Freddy Spaghetti. It says...
4: To all of my royal subjects, I will be searching my food court high and low for the lovely lady who stole my heart with her incredible dancing last night. She ran out of the ball so fast that I couldn't catch her name. So I will be stopping by each home in the kingdom to look for this mystery gourmet gal. Signed, Prince Freddie Spaghetti.
0: Oh my goodness, he must be talking about me. I was dancing so beautifully before my berry beads fell off my dress. I'm obviously the mystery gourmet gal who stole his heart before I ran away from the ball. Ha, you must be joking. The note is clearly about me. I'm
2: the lovely lady he wants to find. I was dancing so impeccably before
0: my buttercup dress tore and tripped me. Then I ran out before he could ask me my name. Ugh, you two are ridiculous. I saw Prince Freddy after you both left, and he wasn't interested in you two because he couldn't take his eyes off of me and my fabulous tap dancing moves. I was so charming with my elegant leaps, until I slipped on some cats up and was forced to make a quick exit. He probably had no fun at all at the ball once I left the party. The three fancy ladies were quibbling and squabbling when they heard a knock on the icebox door. Eek, it's him! Prince Freddy? Uh, come in. <laughs>
4: Hello, ladies.
0: Hello, Your Highness. Welcome to the Ice Box. We received your note, and we're happy to assist you with your search.
4: Why, thank you. I've been to every shelf and cupboard in the whole kingdom, and you're my last stop and my very last hope.
0: Cinderella was in the other room mopping up some cats up when she heard the voice of Prince Freddy. Huh? She peered around the corner. Prince Freddy Spaghetti pulled out the dainty little bread loafer shoe.
4: Please, tell me one of you gourmet gals is the owner of this shoe.
0: Lady Marmalade, Madam Butter, and Countess Catsup all looked confused. None of them had ever seen that shoe before. It certainly didn't belong to any of them. But nevertheless, Lady Marmalade fibbed and pretended that it was her shoe. Ah, Prince Freddy, you found my bread loafer. I've been looking all over for it.
4: Would you mind trying it on for me?
0: Uh, sure. Lady Marmalade stuck out her jelly foot and the prince tried to squeeze the shoe onto it. Uh, it's a little snug. Ah, uh,
6: that shoe doesn't fit you at all,
0: snapped Madame Butter. Here, try it on me. She stuck out her butter foot, and the prince again tried to fit the loafer on, but Madame Butter's foot was way too small. The shoe kept slipping off her buttery foot. Give that shoe to me. I'll try it on. Chimed Countess Catsup. The prince tried a third time to fit the shoe. But Countess Catsup's tomato foot was way too wide. Prince Freddy hung his head.
4: It's useless. I've tried this shoe on every lady in my kingdom and it doesn't fit anyone.
0: Maybe I can help you. Cinderella Mozzarella stepped out from behind the corner. Lady Marmalade, Madam Butter, and Countess Catsup all glared at her. The prince certainly isn't looking for you. Why don't you get back to your chores? Yeah, leave us to do the talking. But Prince Freddy Spaghetti beamed at Cinderella Mozzarella.
4: Hmm, you look awfully familiar. Say, um, would you mind trying on this little bread loafers shoe for me?
0: I'd be happy to. Cinderella Mozzarella lifted her little cheek Foot and Freddy Spaghetti put on her shoe. It was a perfect fit. It's you!
4: You're the one I've been searching for. The wonderful dancer with the little bread loafers. Please tell me your name.
0: My name is Cinderella Mozzarella.
4: Cinderella Mozzarella. Will you join me at the pasta palace and be my dancing queen?
0: Yes, Prince Freddy. I'd like that more than anything in the whole world. <laughs> and the spaghetti and cheese danced their way back to the palace where they lived happily ever after. The end. Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. Thank you for listening to our very romantic and cheesy 100th episode. I'm really feeling the love from all of my listener friends. Hey parents, you and your child can celebrate Story Spectacular's 100th episode in style by getting yourself some spectacular swag. Get your favorite characters from the show, like Birdie, Digger the Dog, or Lawrence the Lighthouse, printed on a t-shirt for adults and kids, or on a tote bag, coffee mug, and much more. Go to storiespectacular.com to support my show and get something really spectacular in return. A big thank you to our special guest, children's book author and illustrator, Russ Cox. (laughs) Russ is also from Maine, and he is one of my favorite local illustrators. His creative characters are sure to make you smile. Check out all of the fun writing and illustration projects Russ is currently working on at (laughs) smilingotis.com. Thank you again for being a part of this show by tuning in every week. Tell your friends about Story Spectacular so they can tune in to all 100 stories and Sleepy Time Tales too. Sleepy Time
1: Tales Story Spectacular Presents Sleepy Time Tales
0: Tonight's tale is Rub-a-Dub-Dub, Three Otters in the Tub. Sleepy Time Tales, brought to you by Story Spectacular, the podcast for comfy bedtimes and cozy dreams. You can listen to a sweet little story whenever you need a friend. I'm your host, Angie. Tonight, we will visit a family of otters. Hooray! Mama Otter is having a hard time getting her little ones to take a bath. Perhaps there is a special song she can sing to get them excited about taking a tub. Let's find out and begin our otter tale now. Rub-a-dub-dub, three otters in the tub. There once was an otter family who lived in a cottage by the riverbank. Three little otters would spend their day playing outside doing lots of fun otter activities. They would skip rocks by the river and paddle around on rafts made out of sticks. The three little otters love to catch frogs and splash each other with their tails and flipper feet. After a long, fun day of playing outside, Mama Otter called to her little ones. Come inside the cottage, little otters. Dinner is ready. Hooray! The three little otters raced inside where their mother had set the table. They each sat in their chairs and placed their leaf napkins on their laps.
2: What's for dinner tonight, Mama? I made fish sticks for you, my little darlings. Oh, boy, this otter be good.
0: The three little otters ate their fish sticks with delight.
2: Yum, yum. yum.
0: When supper was over, Mama Otter cleared their plates. Okay, my children, it's time to take a bath now. But the three little otters didn't want to take a bath. Aw, oh, Mama,
2: I don't wanna. Yeah, me neither. Do we have to take a
0: bath? I'm afraid so, my little darlings. The three little otters reluctantly followed their mother up the stairs to the bathroom. They pouted in the corner as they watched her fill up the tub with warm water. righty, it's time
2: to get in
0: but the three little otters wouldn't budge.
2: Aw, oh, Mama, I don't wanna. Yeah, me neither. Do we have to?
0: Yes, you three must take a bath. You're all dirty from playing outside all day. But look, you can play in the tub too. How about I add some butter? Buff- to the bath. Mama Otter pulled the bubble bath solution off of the shelf and sprinkled it into the tub. She mixed it around with her flipper. And soon the tub was filled with sudsy bubbles. There! Doesn't that look fun? Now hop into the tub, my little ones! The first little otter inched closer to the tub and gave the bubbles a sniff.
2: hmm I don't know this still doesn't look very fun yeah why can't we just wash up in the river or a nice mud puddle instead
0: (laughs) (laughs) no children you can't clean up in a dirty mud puddle you have to wash your little otter bodies in the bathtub but here how about I put some bath toys into the tub for you look Here's a bouncy ball, and a little toy boat, and a plastic pail you can fill up with water. The little otters looked at one another.
2: Hmm, those toys do seem pretty fun. Yeah, but I don't want to play with them in the tub. Me neither.
0: <laughs> Mother Otter sighed. <sighs> she didn't know what else she could possibly do to get her little ones into the tub. But then she had an idea. Oh,
6: I forgot to
0: tell you the funnest part about taking a bath. Once you get into the tub, you can sing along to the bathtub song. What's the bathtub song? Hop into the tub and I'll sing it to you. Uh,
2: okay. I guess I can give it a try. I hope it's a fun song.
0: One by one, the three little otters cautiously crawled into the bathtub Then, Mama Otter began to clap her flippers and sing a song Dub dub dub
7: dub 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 Rub-a-dub-dub three otters in the tub Rub-a-dub-dub let's wash and scrub Splish splash let's take a bath Grab your sponge it's gonna be a blast Dub, 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 dub. Dub-a-dub-dub, rub-a-dub-dub Three otters in the tub Rub-a-dub-dub, let's wash and scrub Clean your feet and wash your face Isn't the tub just a wonderful place? Dub-dub-dub, dub-a-dub-dub-dub Dub-a-dub-dub, rub-a-dub-dub Three otters in the tub Rub-a-dub-dub, let's wash and scrub Splash around like you're an otter There's no place that's better than the water Dub-dub-dub Dub-a-dub-dub-dub-dub. Sing along on her cubs.
0: The three little otters splashed around in the tub. They washed their little otter faces and scrubbed their little otter feet.
2: Ha ha, this tickles.
0: Then they took turns filling up the bucket with water and dumping it on each other's heads. It's
2: just like a waterfall.
0: Neato. Neato. They played catch with a bouncy ball And amused themselves with a the little toy boat okay.
2: Hooray! The bath is so much fun
0: After spending a long time in the bathtub Mama Otter finally called to them
3: Okay, my little otters It's time to get out of the bath now Aw, oh, Mama, do we have to?
0: Mama Otter chuckled <laughs> I'm afraid You can take another bath tomorrow. Yippee! The three little otters hopped out of the tub and Mama Otter wrapped them up in warm, cozy towels. Then they put on their little otter jammies and had a good night's sleep in their little otter bed. The End Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari If you had fun listening along to tonight's aquatic otter tale You might also enjoy reading another water adventure called Lawrence the Lighthouse Lawrence lives on his lookout perch and shines his guiding light for the boats in the bay the only problem is, Lawrence is afraid of the ocean. To purchase a copy of this silly sea saga, go to Storyspectacular.com or find Lawrence the Lighthouse on Amazon. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's tale. And tell your other otter pals about our show so they can tune in to Sleepy Time Tales 2.
1: Sleepy time tales. Stories spectacular. Presents sleepy time tales.
0: Tonight's tale is the peculiar caterpillar. sleepy time tales brought to you by story spectacular the podcast for wacky bedtimes and eccentric dreams you can listen to a peculiar story anytime you need a friend i'm your host angie harriet is a very odd caterpillar she doesn't quite fit in with the others instead of lounging around all day on the big green leaf Harriet likes to sneak out at night and go on nocturnal adventures. One night, she even meets a very special friend. Let's hear all about this peculiar caterpillar now. The Peculiar Caterpillar There was once a colony of caterpillars who lived on a big green leaf. The caterpillars were so beautiful and colorful. They each had bright stripes and zazzy little polka dots. But there was one little caterpillar who was quite different from the others. Her name was Harriet. Hi there. Instead of having bright colorful patterns on her caterpillar body, Harriet was very dull in color. She was dark brown and covered with spiky little hairs. The other caterpillars would giggle at Harriet. Ha <laughs> ha Harriet, you're so funny looking. No colorful stripes or polka dots, just lots of crazy looking hairy spikes. What's up with that?
2: Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. Why don't you run a comb through your unruly hair? <laughs> <laughs> but I like my spiky hair. I think it looks really cool and edgy
0: Well, you certainly have your own style, I guess Why, thank you Not only did Harriet look different, she had some rather peculiar habits The other caterpillars liked to spend their days in the sun, munching away on leaves and flower blossoms But not Harriet, she liked to sleep all day and then creep out at night to go exploring.
2: Gosh, aren't you afraid of the dark, Harriet? Are you kidding? I love the nighttime. I can see the moon and the stars, and I get to listen to all the funky nighttime noises. You're so
6: weird, Harriet.
0: Why, thank you. One night, while the other caterpillars were fast asleep, Harriet went out to do some creepy crawling around the big leaf. She heard her favorite nighttime noises and began to bounce around with excitement. Hooray! I love this song! But then she lost her balance and slipped and fell from the leaf. She dropped all the way down to the ground and got stuck upside down. Oh dear, my spikes are stuck in the ground.
2: I need to rock and roll to turn myself over.
0: At that very moment, an owl was flying around and spotted Harriet from the sky. hoo!
5: that looks like a tasty treat.
0: The owl swooped down and was about to snatch the little caterpillar right as Harriet unstuck herself and turned right side up, showing her hairy spikes. Hoo-hoo, yikes! Look at those spikes! Hooted the owl. Don't hurt me,
5: please!
2: (laughs) ha 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 Giggled Harriet. I always knew my spikes would come in handy.
5: Hoo-hoo, they are pretty cool! Admired the owl. I wish I had hairy spikes like yours. But guess what I do have?
0: The owl lifted its talon in the air. Hoo-hoo, check out these pointy claws!
2: Whoa, Radical! Those claws are clawsome!
5: Harriet laughed. Hoo-hoo, well your spikes are spectacular.
0: The owl chuckled. Just then, the nighttime noises grew loud. Hoo-hoo, I just love this song! Me too! Isn't nighttime
5: the best? It sure is. Gosh, you're a really neat little caterpillar. What's your name anyway?
2: My name is Harriet. What's
5: yours? My name is Hootie the Owl. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hoo hoo. Say new friend, you want to go on a flying adventure? You can crawl up onto my back and we can soar around the whole forest.
2: Sure, that sounds like a hoot, Hootie.
0: Harriet crawled up onto Hootie's back and the two flew up towards the sky. The moon was full and shined bright against the dark sky. Hootie howled at the moon. Hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Harriet laughed and did her best howl too. Hoo-hoo! The owl swooped down and glided just above a crystal clear lake Neato, I've never seen a lake before Gosh, you're
2: so lucky to have wings, Hootie
5: Hoo-hoo, I sure am With wings you can fly anywhere
0: Hoo-hoo-hoo The two friends soared around exploring the whole forest until dawn Harriet was starting to feel sleepy Hey, Hootie,
2: I'm getting a little tired. Do you think you can give me a lift back to my home
5: on the big green leaf? Ooh, sure thing. It's almost past my bedtime, too.
0: Hootie and Harriet flew over to the big green leaf. The other caterpillars were just waking up, and they were shocked to see Harriet and her new ginormous bird friend. Huh? Hoo hoo, what do you say we do this again, Harriet? Sure thing, Hootie.
2: I'll meet you again tonight. Same time, same place.
5: Sounds good. Have a good day's sleep, my little bug buddy.
0: Hoo 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 hoo. Then Hootie the owl flew away, leaving Harriet alone with the other bewildered caterpillars.
5: Who on earth was that, Harriet?
2: Why, that's my friend Hootie the owl. An owl? Why, caterpillars can't be friends with owls. Why, sure they can. We have so much in common.
5: Golly, Harriet, you are just so strange. Why,
2: thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to bed.
0: Harriet crawled into bed and slept all day long. When the sun went down, she woke up from her slumber and crawled over to the edge of her leaf. She felt a funny string tickle her tummy and looked down.
2: Golly, what's this strange piece of fuzz?
0: She pulled on the string and felt that it was coming from her own body. Neat! I can make my own silky thread. Just then, Hootie the Owl flew over to see Harriet playing with her string. Hoo-hoo! Hi, Harriet! Hey, what's that?
2: Why, it's my new silky thread. I made it myself. Woohoo, very
0: cool. It sure is. Hey, I have an idea. Watch this, Hootie. Harriet the Caterpillar tied one end of the string to the leaf stem and securely tethered herself with the other. Then she left off the big green leaf. Wahoo! Yikes! Be careful, Harriet! Hoo-hoo. Hootie dove down to catch her, but instead of falling to the ground, her silky string bounced Harriet back up in the air. Look, Hootie! I can bungee jump! <laughs> That's amazing,
5: Harriet! You're such a creative, daring caterpillar! Say, why don't you use your string to swing from tree to tree? And I will fly around you. Won't that be fun? Hoo-hoo! Ha-ha,
0: yeah! Let's go for it, Hootie! The owl and the caterpillar spent the whole night swinging and soaring around the forest while the sounds of nighttime echoed all around them. Hoo-hoo! This is so much fun! Ha-ha!
5: It really is! I'm so happy to have a friend like you, Harriet.
2: Me too! You're a real hoot, Hootie!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then the sun started to rise in the sky once again. Hootie gave Harriet a lift back to her home while the other caterpillars watched warily.
5: I told you Harriet is the most peculiar caterpillar I've ever seen!
0: Yeah, did you see she's making her own string now? She is such an odd insect! Harriet ignored the other caterpillars and crawled into bed to go to sleep. That day, there was a chill in the air. So all of the other caterpillars formed hard chrysalis shells around themselves. Harriet felt a cold gust of wind and woke up to see the other caterpillars all warm and snuggled up inside their chrysalis shells.
2: It's very cold today. It looks like the others decided to take shelter. I'm gonna make a nice warm cocoon out of my silk and snuggle up too.
0: Harriet wrapped herself around and around with the string and fell asleep inside of her silky snuggly cocoon. Meanwhile, the sun went down in the sky and Hooty the Owl woke up from his hole in the tree. Hoo hoo, another beautiful night.
5: I'm going to go find my good buddy, Harriet.
0: He flew over to his caterpillar friend's big green leaf and called to her. Hoo-hoo! Hey, Harriet! Want to come out and play? But there was no answer. Hootie the owl looked all around the leaf, but he couldn't find Harriet the caterpillar or any of the other caterpillars. Instead, he just saw some shiny green pods and a silky-looking bump on the leaf. Ooh, weird. I wonder where Harriet could be. Hootie flew all around the forest looking for his friend. He called to her. Ooh, Ooh, Harriet, where are you? But she was nowhere to be found. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh
5: no, maybe my friend has disappeared.
0: Hootie was feeling so sad as he flew all the way back to his treehouse alone. The next day, back on the big green leaf, Harriet woke up to the sound of a cracking noise outside of her cocoon.
1: Huh? Ah, what's going on?
2: Golly, I must have been here asleep inside my cocoon for days.
0: I better go outside and inspect that strange noise. Harriet emerged from her cocoon and was shocked to see all of the caterpillar chrysalises cracking open. But instead of seeing caterpillars crawling out of the shells, she saw big colorful butterflies
5: whoa look at us we've turned into beautiful butterflies we all have wings with stripe designs whoa look at harriet she looks different too
0: huh harriet looked behind her and saw that she had a pair of wings too but hers were different than the others. She had two big circles drawn on her wings. Wow, these are so cool. Just then the sun went down and Harriet's wings started to glow in the dark. Why, Harriet isn't a butterfly after all. She's a moth. I am? No wonder you are always so different from the rest of us, Harriet. You were a moth caterpillar all along. That's why you like the nighttime. Yeah, and that's why your wings glow in the dark too. How remarkable you are, Harriet. Golly, thanks everyone. Now, if you'll excuse me,
2: I'm off to try out my new wings. Hootie the owl is going to flip when he sees me like this. Bye, Bye, Harriet. Harriet.
0: Harriet flew over to her owl friend's hole in the tree and called to him. Yoo-hoo! Why, hoo-hoo? Who's there? Hooty peered out from the hole and saw what looked like two glowing owl eyes. What? Uh-huh. He shook his head and looked again. They weren't real eyes, but a glowing design on a beautiful pair of wings. It's me, your friend Harriet. <gasps> Harriet,
5: I thought you were gone forever. Why you've changed into a moth. Ha <laughs> ha. I sure did. I have a new pair of
2: wings
7: now,
5: just like you. Hoo, hoo hoo hoo, how extraordinary. I'm so happy to see you, my friend. Now, what do you
2: say
0: we go fly around the forest
5: together?
0: Hoo hoo hoo. hoo. And the two nocturnal friends did just that. The end. Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. Did you enjoy this oddball show? Then take it with you on the go. Download full episodes of Story Spectacular to your device so you can listen offline anytime, anywhere, even on one of your nighttime flying adventures. And be sure to share this wacky podcast with all of your peculiar friends so they can enjoy tuning in to Sleepy Time Tales 2.
1: Sleepy Time Tales. Story Spectacular Presents Sleepy Time Tales
0: Tonight's tale is A Little Duckling Story Quack. and features the vocal talents of Rhea Pector from Little Stories for Tiny People. time tales brought to you by story spectacular the podcast for adorable bedtime stories and sweet ducky dreams i'm your host angie Tonight is a very special episode. We have Rhea Pector here with us from Little Stories for Tiny People. Rhea is here to help me tell a story about an adorable little duckling. Let's begin this duck tale now. A Little Duckling Story there once was a little duckling named Daffodil But her family nicknamed her Dilly for short Dilly was bright yellow and really fluffy She was much smaller than the other ducklings But she still loved to chase after her ducky brothers and sisters And do the ducky paddle <laughs> One day, Mama Ducky took Dilly and the other little ducklings out for a swim on the lake. Swim in line,
6: please.
0: Don't stray too far away. The other little ducklings swam close behind their mother. Little Dilly paddled her way along, but stopped when she saw a frog lounging on a lily pad. That looks pretty cool. Ruben! It
5: sure is. I love to lay on a lily pad and soak up the sun for bit.
2: Uh, I wonder if I can float on a lily pad, too.
5: Hop on up, little duckling.
0: Dilly tried to climb up onto the lily pad, but she kept tipping and slipping. Weak. Finally, she caught her balance and made it up onto the leaf. Weak. I did it. She floated along next to the frog. Wink, wink, this
2: is really fun.
5: Rabbit, it sure is.
6: Daffodil, where are you?
2: Oh no, my mom and brothers and sisters have all swam ahead without me. I'm way behind, wink.
5: Just play leapfrog and
0: catch up like this. The frog jumped from lily pad to lily pad. Dilly the duckling followed behind, leaping along from one leaf to the other. (laughs) Soon she caught back up to her mother and the other little ducklings.
2: Goodbye, Mr.
6: Frog!
0: Ribbit! See you later, little duckling!
6: Daffodil, I told you to stay close behind. I'm sorry, Mom. We are almost to the beach where we will grab some lunch.
0: Mama Ducky led her baby ducklings over to the sandy beach. They waddled around the beach and made their way over to a blueberry bush. Have a snack, my little darlings. The other ducklings were taller than Dilly, and they were eating all the blueberries faster than Dilly could pick them.
2: Hey, save some for me.
0: Dilly decided that she would climb the blueberry bush and eat the berries that were out of reach from the other ducklings. She climbed her way up the bush until she was on the tippy top branch. Quack. Quack. Dilly pecked and nibbled as many berries as she could. Haha,
2: look at me! Quack.
0: The other ducklings laughed.
2: Get a load of Dilly. She's way up high and eating all the berries.
0: But Dilly's mother was not laughing.
6: Daffodil. You get down here at once. Oh, okay, mother.
0: Dilly started to climb down the berry bush, but she slipped and fell.
2: Daffodil. Daffodil.
0: Her mother ran over and caught little Dilly in her wings. You need to be more careful.
2: Sorry, Mama.
6: Now gather round, little ducklings. It's time to take an afternoon nap. All
0: the little ducklings gathered around their mother and nestled in the sand. One by one, they drifted off to sleep but little Dilly wasn't feeling tired. Mama,
2: I can't sleep.
6: Here, come snuggle up by me, my little Daffodilly.
2: Can you tell me a story?
6: Hmm, I think I have a story I can tell you. It's about a little duck named Daphne. What?
2: A little duck like me?
6: When I say she was little, I mean she was really little. Smaller than all of her siblings, just like you, Dilly. But she did have one thing that set her apart. On one of her wings, she had one big, bright, red feather. Daphne called it her magic feather. And whenever she felt afraid, she would look at it. She imagined it gave her superpowers. One day, Daphne was on the lake with her mother and her siblings when a dark cloud passed right over the sun. Daphne's mother opened her beak to call to her ducklings, but there was a loud crack of thunder and Daphne couldn't hear her. In moments, her family had disappeared. Out of the lake, Daphne was alone. Daphne looked down at her magic feather and touched it with her other wing. She swam over to the lake's edge and scrambled out of the water. As she waddled through the plants, her wing got tangled up in some prickles. Thunder clapped again. Daphne wrestled with that mean prickly plant. Let me go, you mean old plant, she said. Finally, she broke free. By now the rain had started. Daphne stood thinking as the rain poured down in sheets. As she looked around at the towering trees shivering in the wind, she felt very small. Then she remembered something. There was a big hollowed out log that they had found the other day. As Daphne and her brothers and sister had played in the log, their mother had said something about it. Daphne tried to remember what her mother had said. Oh, that's right. She'd said, This is like our special hiding place. Daphne made her way through the rain and the mud until she saw the log. She smiled as she heard her mother's quacks. Daphne popped her head into the opening of the log. Her family quacked with relief and delight. Her mother ran over to her and pulled her close. Now everyone was safe in their special hiding place. Daphne's brother, Danny, came over and hugged her. How did you find us? Daphne smiled. Must have been my magic feather. Danny frowned. Daphne, look. Daphne looked down. She gasped. Her bright, red, beautiful, magic feather was gone. Daphne thought back to that mean prickly plant. I'll be back, she called and ran out into the rain. She ignored the quacks behind her. She ran all the way back to the edge of the lake, back to that that had snatched her up. As she bent down to the muddy ground, she saw a hint of red. It was her feather. Daphne picked it up. She heard her brother behind her. Daphne looked at her red feather, soaked and covered in grime. Looking at it now, Daphne saw how small it actually was. Danny looked at it over her wing. Daphne... That feather wasn't what saved you. Daphne sighed. (sighs) She knew he was right. She also knew that you can't reattach a feather. You can't tape it. You can't glue it. You certainly can't staple it. Daphne tucked the feather under a wing and went with her brother to find the rest of the family. That night, Daphne and her family curled up to sleep at the edge of the lake. It was so dark that night the sky was cloudy, so you couldn't see the moon or the stars. Daphne heard owls hooting and creatures in the night. She shivered as the wind ruffled her feathers. Out of habit, she looked down at her wing, ready to touch her magic feather to make her feel safe. But she caught herself, remembering. Daphne pulled the red feather from beneath her wing. It was dry now, but it was dirty and matted. It didn't look all that magical. Daphne slipped away and waddled down to the water. The clouds above parted for just a second Enough for her to take one last look at her red feather that had protected her for so long. Then she put it down on the water and watched as it floated away. Goodbye, she whispered. Turns out I can make my own magic. Dilly, are you awake? Oh, sweet dreams, my little duckling. I know you'll make your own magic, too. The End Story Spectacular is
0: hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to watch spectacular videos, go to StorySpectacular.com. A big thank you to our guest, Rhea Pector. Rhea is the creator of Little Stories for Tiny People, a story podcast for kids with lovable characters and storylines that touch on important themes of childhood. You can find Little Stories for Tiny People on your favorite podcast app. Quack, quack. Rhea's first picture book, Little Fox Can't Wait to Dream, is the perfect bedtime companion, and it's available now. You can find it on Amazon or at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Thank you for listening to tonight's adorable duck tale. It's always so fun when friends stop by to share Sleepy Time Tales, too. Sleepy
1: Time Tales Story Spectacular presents
0: Sleepy Time Tales. Tonight's tale is The Sandman's Castle. time tales brought to you by story spectacular the podcast for dazzling bedtimes and magnificent dreams you can listen to a relaxing story anytime you need a friend i'm your host angie Tonight, we will visit the Sandman. Hello. He lives on a beautiful beach way up in the night sky. He wants everyone to come visit this magnificent place. So, the Sandman built a castle that you can visit in your dreams. Let's explore the castle now. The Sandman's Castle Up in the sky on a faraway moon The Sandman sits on a sparkling beach
5: Ah, another beautiful beach
0: day The sand is twinkling white And he watches the crystal blue waves roll in And stir gently with white foam I'm so happy to live in such a magnificent place. I wish the whole universe could sit on the sparkling sandy beach with me and watch the crystal blue water. The Sandman sat pondering for a moment and then he had a brilliant idea.
5: Maybe friends can visit this place in their dreams
0: while they're sleeping i know what i'll do i'll make a dream castle out of sand the sandman spent hours gathering mounds of sand to build a beautiful castle the biggest sand castle in the whole universe it had tall turrets and sturdy rampart walls there was a sparkling blue moat of water surrounding the castle with a footbridge leading the way to the entrance There was even a sky-high lookout tower and a big twirly slide that led all the way to the shallow ocean water Ha-ha-wee! My beautiful sand castle is finally complete Now anyone who wants to come for a visit can imagine the castle in their minds. It's like a wonderful dream getaway.
3: moon land to a dream cat
0: Visit the Sandman's Castle? That's great! Now close your eyes. It's dark now, but soon you see a white castle glowing in the distance. When you walk closer and closer to the castle, it gets bigger and bigger. Now you are standing outside the palace walls. A drawbridge comes down, and you can walk across the sparkling blue moat and pass through the entrance. (laughs) Haha, welcome to my castle, friend. Inside, the palace glistens from floor to ceiling. You spin around with glee. Now, why don't you go upstairs and take in the spectacular view from my lookout tower? You walk up a spiraling staircase all the way to the tippy top of the tower. You look outside the window and see darkness at first, but soon the scene gets brighter and brighter. Outside the tower window, there is a magnificent view of a white, sandy beach. It looks like it goes on forever. The waves gently roll in from the crystal blue sea that stretches over the horizon. There are twinkling lights from the stars shining above. I'm so glad you're here to see this. Now, how about you take a ride down the twirly slide? You walk out to the balcony and sit down at the top of the slide. One, two, three, go! You ride down the twirly slide, spinning around and around, then zoom out the bottom into the warm, shallow water. ha! <laughs> isn't this so fun? you splash around in the water playing in the waves the waves make white foam like a bubble bath
5: here you can make a bubble beard just like mine
0: you put the bubbles on your face and giggle then blow them away Now let's catch some waves! You float on your tummy and ride a great big wave all the way into the beach where you gently land on the sand. The white sand is so soft you decide to lay down and rest. You breathe in the salty sweet air and listen to the waves gently rolling into the beach.
5: Thanks for visiting my magical castle. I hope you come back again soon.
0: Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. You can learn more about the show and purchase my original children's books at storyspectacular.com. If you thought tonight's story was fun, I think you will also really enjoy reading my original picture book called What Do You See? Explore lines and patterns in nature on every page and learn how these patterns are all connected. You may purchase What Do You See and my other picture books at Storyspectacular.comslash shop and on Amazon. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's tale. Hey parents, if you and your child enjoy listening to these spectacular stories each and every week, you can help me continue growing this show by sharing Story Spectacular with your friends. Share your favorite stories on social media, and spread the word about how fun and entertaining podcasts are to listen to together. Thank you so much for sharing, and I'll keep sharing Sleepy Time Tales, too. Sleepy Time Tales Thanks for listening to the Sleepy Time Summer Playlist, Volume 3. I hope you enjoy these relaxing stories. Have a peaceful summer.